0: drive time 91.3 always on the cutting edge welcome back to the show 072 238 0712 is uh, the whatsapp number and uh, you can give us a drop us a line there the Center for Conflict Resolution Cape Town, in collaboration with the Deutsche Gesellschaft für internationale Zusammenarbeit, will hold a public dialogue on who owns SADC. Online to tell us more is Dr. Gwinyanyi Dzineza, researcher at the Center for Conflict Resolution. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell us something more about uh, this idea. Um, why is the question being asked in the first place, who owns a SADC? Why why do we have to ask that question?
1: I think uh, this has been a long-standing question uh, because in the SADC region, uh, there has been concern uh, that SADC as a regional body appears uh, to be uh, elite-driven and are owned by member states. And uh, by member states... Uh, there is a perception that uh, it is uh, the governments of these member states that are coming together uh, to decide uh, regional integrated issues on behalf of the citizens of our southern Africa broadly. So this particular uh, public dialogue uh, comes at a crucial time uh, for the Assad region Uh, For example, we have uh, the ouster of our former Zimbabwean president, Robert Mugabe, and uh, the region is actually looking at Zimbabwe with its forthcoming elections to see what SADC is going to do for uh, the uh, citizens of Zimbabwe. So in a nutshell, I think uh, this uh, question revolves around the issue of uh, SADC not just being a sum of the governments of member states, which are important, uh, but a uh, SADC also being uh, broadly owned uh, by the ordinary citizens, the media, the civil society, the private sector, as well as uh, research institutions, to name but a few.
0: So in other words, so what's been asked, uh, to sort of summarize what you've said, is a sadic representative of the people it's actually meant to represent? Yes. If one looks at the history of of SADC and and what it's achieved, do you think SADC has managed to follow uh, the principles set out by the AU, um, particularly um, on on, on the issues at hand, uh, particularly things like peer review? Uh,
1: To be very frank, uh, that is uh, one uh, critical uh, issue, uh, because uh, one of the main uh, goals of uh, SADC uh, is to ensure that we have a more open and democratic uh southern africa region uh, which essentially uh, ties in uh with the african peer review mechanism which also has its own uh, criticism because it's a voluntary uh, process uh whereby member states uh volunteer to be uh, reviewed by other member states but in the southern region i think uh, when it comes to issues such as a democracy uh, there is a concern uh, that uh, the region is really not opening up in as far as holding member states to set its own regional guidelines and principles when it comes to a democratic uh, governance. So that is where you also have to find in other components of a Sadec, be it uh, the civil society. Uh, and research institutions, as well as the media, like what we are doing now in this particular interview, are coming to the fore to try and hold uh, some of the static, uh heads of space, governments, and national institutions accountable.
0: So if we look at the situation, and it's interesting days, isn't it? You mentioned uh, the scenario of of Zimbabwe. It looks like the old patriarch of Zimbabwe, Robert Mugabe, is uh, in retirement. Uh, It looks like in South Africa that uh, President Zuma is probably going to step down sometime in the future. Um, Do you think it's quite refreshing that we are seeing a change of leadership. Do you think the change of leadership in countries like South Africa and Zimbabwe can blow some fresh air into the SADC region?
1: Yeah, I think there is uh, that particular uh, sense of euphoria and optimism uh, in uh, SADC at the moment, uh, particularly when one looks at uh, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. south africa as well as other southern countries including angola because we also had a recent uh, change of government presidency in angola whereby one of africa and the region's longest serving rulers uh jose eduardo de santos was replaced uh by uh, mr lorenko who appears to have set uh angola on a reformist uh, trend and uh in zimbabwe we also have Uh, This uh, euphoria uh, uh, post-Robert Mugabe, whereby people are optimistic uh, that the new leadership under President uh, Emerson Munangagwa might uh, open up the political space in that country and ensure that Zimbabwe has credible elections in uh, mid-2018 that could then lead uh, to Zimbabwe normalizing its relations with the international community which is key to Zimbabwe's economic recovery. Uh, then in South Africa there's also been concern uh, that uh, South Africa's democracy was backsliding and its economy key its economy has been in turmoil under uh, President Azuma. So uh, in a nutshell, when one looks at some of these key member states of SADC, one can say that uh, there is a wave of optimism in uh, Southern Africa. But I think uh, that particular wave of optimism might fade if some of these uh, new governments or regimes in states such as, uh, for example, Zimbabwe, do not implement... Uh, more democratic, people-centred developmental agendas. So that is why we're also talking about the need uh, to involve uh, SUDIC citizens in all SUDIC-related economic, political, social, as well as security matters, so that uh, it is the ordinary SUDIC citizen who comes to the center of regional processes rather than the leaders that we are currently talking about.
0: And if you're interested in what we're discussing, um, the Center for Conflict Resolution, in collaboration with the Deutsche Gesellschaft für Internationale Zusammenarbeit, I'm not going to say that word again, is holding a public dialogue on who owns SADC, Civil Society and Regional Integration in Southern Africa, Friday the 16th of February at the Center for the Book, 62 Queen Victoria Street in Gardens, from 1730, half past five until around about uh, seven o'clock. The meeting will be chaired by the Honourable Sipasasim Musango, Chair of the Portfolio Committee on International Relations and Cooperation in Parliament. Other guest speaker, Professor Arthur Motombara, Deputy Prime Minister of Zimbabwe, also Professor Chris Chris Landsberg, South African Research Initiative Chair of African Diplomacy and Foreign Policy at the University of the Johannesburg. Centre for the book, 62 Queen Victoria Street at 1730 Friday, 16th of February. Dr. Gwynniany Dineza, uh, research at the centre for conflict resolution. Thanks for your time. Good luck for Friday. Thank you, sir. Drive time 91.3. Always on the cutting edge.